This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. The Kakadu Plum is an Australian native superfood containing 100 times more vitamin C than oranges. So why have you never heard of it? PR. No one's drinking a Kakadu smoothie? I'm JB Smooth, and that was a full episode of my new podcast, Straightforward. Inspired by guaranteed straightforward pricing from AT&T Fiber. Get what you want without the complicated. AT&T Fiber, live like a gagillionaire. Available wherever you get your podcast. Limited availability in select areas. Visit at and slash hypergig for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This Day in History class is a production of iHeartRadio. Hello, and welcome to This Day in History class a show that blazes a trail through history, one day at a time. I'm Gabe Lussier, and today we're looking at one of the most grueling mass migrations in U.S. history, the time when hundreds of Mormon pioneers traveled westward on foot in search of a better life. The day was June 9th, 1856. Nearly 500 members of the Latter-day Saints set out for Salt Lake City, carrying all their supplies in two-wheeled handcarts. Many of these religious settlers, commonly known as Mormons, were European members of the church who had immigrated to the U.S. from England, Wales, Scotland, and Scandinavia. Although they had come from different backgrounds and spoke different languages, they all left Iowa City together with the common goal of reaching the church's American members in present-day Utah. In the 19th century, hundreds of thousands of people headed west along the Oregon Trail and its offshoots, but few had a more difficult journey than the so-called handcart pioneers. Nine years earlier, in 1847, the first Mormon settlers made the trek to Utah from Illinois, Missouri, New York, and Ohio. They founded Salt Lake City as a kind of sanctuary, a place where members of the church could find refuge from the religious persecution they frequently faced back east. Within a few years, most Mormons in the United States moved west to Utah, 
at which point the church turned its attention to welcoming converts from Europe. At the time, Iowa City was about as far west as you could get by railroad. The rest of the journey, whether you were headed for Oregon, Utah, or beyond, had to be made with wagons and oxen. The church generally paid the way for members who sought to reach Utah, but in 1856, a string of bad harvests had all but wiped out the travel fund. There were 497 Mormon settlers hoping to make the trek that year, but the church couldn't afford to provide ox-drawn wagons for all of them. The solution came from church leader Brigham Young, who suggested, quote, let them come on foot with handcarts or wheelbarrows. Let them gird up their loins and walk through, and nothing shall hinder or stay them. It was sound advice financially speaking, as the carts were much cheaper than wagons and oxen, but the idea that nothing would hinder them along the way was a bit too optimistic. Nonetheless, on June 9, 1856, several handcart companies left Iowa City and began the more than 1,000-mile journey to Salt Lake City. There were about 100 two-wheeled handcarts used in that year's crossing. They were 3 feet wide, 5 feet long, and fairly shallow. They resembled the luggage carts used in big cities at the time, but if you've ever seen a rickshaw, that might be a more familiar comparison. Basically, though, you would grip the long poles at the front of the cart and pull it along behind you as you faced forward. Each family had its own cart, which was pulled by one or two people, while other family members pushed from behind or else just walked alongside it. The space inside the cart's wagon bed was reserved for the family's provisions, supplies, and personal belongings. Each cart could carry a maximum load of 400 to 500 pounds, and most families used every ounce of that capacity. There were a few ox-drawn wagons in each company as well, say one for every 20 carts, but those were only used to carry tents, emergency food, and anyone too young, old, or sick to make the trip on foot. As you might imagine, Hauling a 500-pound handcart across rugged plains and over rocky mountains was an incredibly arduous task. One Mormon pioneer even referred to the carts as, quote, two-wheeled torture devices. Part of the problem was how the carts had been constructed. With only meager funds provided by the church, most of the handcart immigrants had built their rigs themselves right there in Iowa City and to stretch that money as far as it would go, the craftsmen had decided to use axles made of hickory wood instead of iron. This worked well enough at first, but over time, water and heat caused the wooden axles to swell, splinter, and crack, forcing some of the travelers to abandon their carts altogether and move on with only what they could carry. Some of the pioneers gave up along the way, but the majority struggled on and eventually made it to Salt Lake City. Their experience proved the handcart venture could work, and over the next four years, roughly 2,500 more Mormon converts made the journey with overloaded handcarts. Lessons from the first groups, like the need for iron axles, made the trip somewhat easier for later pioneers. In fact, some actually reached Salt Lake City faster than if they had traveled by ox-drawn wagons. That said, some groups had a much harder time than others. 
For example, the Willie and Martin handcart companies lost at least a quarter of their 1,000 members after being caught in a blizzard in present-day Wyoming. It's no surprise then that once the church was back on its feet, Mormon converts returned to using ox-drawn wagons. All told, about 60,000 Latter-day Saint immigrants traveled to Utah before the completion of the Union Pacific Railroad in 1869. Of that number, only about 5% made the trek using handcarts. Nonetheless, the image of a pioneer family pushing and pulling a heavy wooden cart has become an important symbol in Mormon culture. To members, it represents the power of faithfulness and how it can enable believers to endure and ultimately overcome life's challenges. But even for those outside the church, the handcart pioneers are still a testament to the strength and perseverance of the human spirit. If we believe that somewhere out there, a better life is waiting for ourselves and our families, then most of us are gonna take that trip even if we have to walk over a million steps to get there. I'm Gabe Lusier, and hopefully you now know a little more about history today than you did yesterday. You can learn even more about history by following us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at TDIHCshow. And if you have any comments or suggestions, feel free to send them my way at thisday at iheartmedia.com. Special thanks to guest producers Joey Pat and Casey Pegram, and thanks to you for listening. I'll see you back here again tomorrow for another day in history class. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hey guys, back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck yeah, and some waves. So we could go surfing. Oh, <laughs> ah, love that. A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, tenor girl go shopping. Yeah, baby. Wait. 
Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.